Hey, here's a fun game you can play at home while you listen to The Ron Van Dam Show. Do a shot of your favorite alcohol every time Ron sighs or makes a grumpy sound. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on, I'm kidding. Please don't do that. You will die from alcohol poisoning. You are listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Okay, okay. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Hey, welcome to the program. It is... What is this? Oh. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. I'm Ron Van Dam. I've said my name a few times now. That's enough. What's your name? Huh? Smartass, what's your name? All right. All right. We get it. You got a theme song. We get it. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, for those of you that uh, are American or claim to be, uh, you probably didn't watch the State of the Union address last night as President Biden uh, delivered that to Congress, which he must do as it is stated in the Constitution. If you don't do it, then you have to say five Hail Marys and give up your firstborn. For me, uh, that makes no sense. Anyway, he delivered that yesterday. It was a delivery, and uh, he did an extraordinary job, and he was somehow able to manipulate the Republicans into looking like idiots, so <laughs> I guess, you know, whatever. You know what, though? Here's the bottom line. Uh, I don't, uh, uh, I, I, I'm looking for a utopia now. Some people are trying to find Jesus. I'm trying to find utopia. There's so many problems in the world and we have to deal with it because we're we're a world here. You know, you don't exist on your own no matter how much you try to or want to, you don't. It's a problem. But I'm looking for, I'm looking for love and peace, man. I don't know how old you are because I don't know who you are. I don't have a dossier or a resume from everybody that listens to this program, so I have no clue who you are. I'm sure you're a fine person, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, but here's here's the thing: I I I grew up there in the seventies, um, and we we had peace and love. That was our thing: was peace and love. We actually we held up two fingers, which was the peace sign. Now we just hold up one finger; it's the middle one, and it means something else. We were into peace. We were into free love. You didn't have to pay for it. I have to pay for it now, but then I didn't. I mean, the sexual diseases, they had them, but they didn't talk about them. So was free love, man. You know, well, sure, there was an excise tax and uh, service fees, but other than that, it was free. And you also got a free cup of coffee with it. Now, we had peace and love. That was our mantra. And there was uh, the Vietnam War going on, and people didn't want war. Uh, peace, not war. 
uh, you know, love not war. I mean, that was that was the thing, and it, it it spread throughout most of the country except for the old farts. But that was that was it, and this country was actually running on peace and love, and as strange as it looked, because the costuming was weird, it it was it was a great thing. Here's here's something about human beings that we never really seem to realize. We can't happily exist or exist at all without hope. And I'm not talking about uh, the lady that lives down the street and her name is Hope and she lives alone. She has 20 cats. I'm not talking about her. Although if you'd like to talk about her, that's not a problem. 20 cats is a bit much. If you have 20 cats, one of them probably died and you didn't notice it. It's just the way it is. Human beings need hope. They need a reason to continue on. They need something uh, to get them to the finish line. They need a reward. They need some type of satisfaction, a good feeling. That's what we run on. We don't run on batteries. We run on hope. And that would be that there's something greater that we can achieve as, as peoples. We're peoples. Oddly enough, here's the problem. We are derived from animals. We ourselves are animals. We're a little higher on the food chain, not much, but a little higher on the food chain. So we, you know, we have intelligence. Well, not the people I know, but supposedly we have intelligence. We're not animals. We don't go out and kill each other. Well, that's being reversed. I guess we are doing that now, but... um, we, we, are, we are different, uh, but we're animals. We're animals. We still eat meat. We still eat other animals. We still do that. Yeah, you can grow your own vegetables, but we're not into that shit. I mean, uh, you know, I'm growing tomatoes and cucumbers and eggplant. That's nice. Have a nice day. Give me a, a, a large a steer. Give me a, a chicken, a pig. And then we're talking uh, barbecue, baby, barbecue. Let's eat meat all day. That's really what we're about. And we still get joy off of that. And some of us actually uh, an orgasm by eating barbecue stuff because we're eating uh, animals. And that's a little barbaric. So we're really animals. We really are. We, we enjoy sports where the other people get beat up and fights break out. And we find that entertaining. We watch boxing, things like that. Well, not as popular as it used to be, though. But football, you knock the other guy down. Whoa, hockey, whoa. Well, the hockey game broke into a fight. Oh, the fight broke into a hockey game. Which was it? It's, you know, that we're still animalistic. We still want revenge. We, we still, you know, you never say it, but I, I wish the other person harm. Um, sure you do. Sure you do. Cause they deserve it. You know, what goes around comes around karma, the whole bit. We're still animals, but we're supposed to love each other. I don't love you. I may like you. I don't love you. Love is just a general thing. It just means, you know, um, uh, you know, you walk the planet with me. Okay. That's really all that is. Remember your first love? Oh, I know I'm getting off the track of what I'm talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Do you remember your first love? Do you remember when you were like, uh, ooh, 16 years old, 18 years old, 
and and you met this person, could have been of the opposite sex, could have been the same. That's not my it's, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. But you had that tingling feeling in your body. Do you remember that tingling feeling? They called it first love. And when you got that thing, it was self-orgasmic. Now I'm, I'm not I'm not joking. It was you didn't have to get high to get this feeling of of a first love it just permeated your body physically and you never wanted to be without this person this person made you feel like the world was beautiful like life was the sweetest thing possible that was a first love feeling for most people that's about it you don't marry your first love the relationship doesn't last more than maybe two years. And you probably never have that feeling again because you've been educated that that feeling doesn't work very well. You still get married, but not with that feeling involved. But that first love feeling, do you remember that? Raise your hand if you remember that. I can't see. I'm just, I'm just making a, you know, trying to involve you or it really doesn't matter. Remember that feeling. That's the feeling that I'm talking about as far as life is concerned. That just in total enjoyment. I still have that. I still have that at my age. Sometimes I'll look up at a tree, a really tall tree with a blue sky behind it or big white puffy clouds. Or, or I, I'll look at nature and I get that first love feeling sometimes like, wow. Am I fortunate to be going through this? And it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, you can still stare at a tree and see a cloud in the sky. And that's the hope that I'm talking about. And in Biden's speech last night, uh, it, uh, it, it was in there. It was in there. That it was, it was, I mean, you know, Biden doesn't get along with Republicans as much as Republicans don't get along with Biden and other Democrats. I mean, it's still a, a messy, uh, melty, uh, hot mess of, of, uh, of country politics. But someone has to rise above that every once in a while and throw out this concept of hope where it's very clear, very clear that if we all found common ground and worked to achieve it, it would be incredible what this country could be. It's great now, in some cases, better than ever before. But at the same time, uh, can you imagine just how wonderful things would be if we could all agree on certain things? We'll never agree on everything. But if we have respect for the opposite opinions, it's just better. You know, we okay, we're never going to agree on, on abortion, for example. Okay, that's a problem. But can we just both say that's a problem? There's religious aspects, etc. All right, at least we understand that there are the both sides and why there are the both sides. That's something. This immigration thing at the border, what's the problem? Obviously, we can't take everybody in here. I mean, we're not an Airbnb country. 
We have to have restrictions and control over that. I think every side agrees with that. We got to do something. We'll get some smart people together in a room and work it out in arbitration. (sighs) Can you imagine how great we would be? Can you just imagine if we took all the all the drama out of it, all the all the, the the thirst for power being the number one goal is the thirst for power and destroying your enemy. That's destructive to the peoples. Because you're doing that at, at the expense of the peoples. Yeah. All right. Um I just wanted to throw that out. I just, I just think we need more hope. We just need, you know. I've always said there's some should be somebody coming out of the mountain someday, and I'm not talking about a skier coming down uh, from from Mount Everest or anything. By the way, I don't think you can ski on Mount Everest. I think it's just a little too tall and a little too uh, craggy. <laughs> but I'm waiting for some soothsayer, someone who says a sooth, to come down from the mountain. You can bring a goat with you if it's leashed. There are goat leash laws, you know, and come down from the mountain and be like, just and go, I am here to bring us all together and to make this beautiful planet and the existence upon it all that it can be. Wow. Okay. Come on down. I mean, you want to come over for dinner? I like your message. No, we can all never get along, but I like your message of respecting the other person's ideas. Wow, that's pretty cool. What a novel idea that is. Yeah, there's a war going on in the Ukraine that we have like nothing to do with. I mean, Russia decides to pick up some territory. That's always been a problem. Um, so now, now that costs a lot of money to get involved in that, to, to help Ukraine out. That costs a lot of money. Both sides are there. Some people say, no, we shouldn't give them any money there because that's when it's draining us financially. Well, it is. So there are problems, but no problem is a problem if we're all on the same page, at least on the foundation. Instead of this drama and this manipulation amongst ourselves. Um, It's not hard to solve the uh, police brutality thing. I think we're all on the same page with that. It's not hard to say, you know, yeah, in the Constitution you can own a gun as long as you're not stupid or crazy, okay, but assault weapons? Probably not. Let's just come to that compromise at least shall we um yeah it sounds so simple doesn't it but it isn't but it could be but it isn't because we're basically a civilization of schmucks not you not me we're great but we're surrounded by the walking dead who are still living. They may not look like they're dead, but mentally, they are. They're the opposite of hope. They're in destruction mode. They're angry. They're pissed. I've been pissed before, but I got a foundation that I go back to, and it stops me from getting too pissed. My foundation is a radio program. 
<laughs> get it off my chest a little bit. But really, man, um, you get you get too angry and too destructive, and you got no home base anymore. Be very, very careful. Be very, very careful. All right, um, that's about it. Uh, I have a very interesting guest today, and it kind of goes along with what I'm talking about. There's an award program where very special people are recognized, and those special people are just normal people like you and me. Not that you're normal, because you're probably not. I know I'm not. I cherish not being normal. I don't like normal. It's too normal. Stay within the parameters of humanity, but still, I like people that are a little a little tilted, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit tilted. <laughs> All right. Um, hazard pay. I think we have a program here on this show where we can help you out. So listen to this. If you have listened to more than 10 episodes of The Ron Van Dam Show in a row, you may be entitled to hazard pay. Fill out two copies of Form 63-B and bring them to Estelle in Human Resources. Don't forget, Estelle is off on Tuesdays. Please allow four to six weeks for the processing of your hazard pay claim. And thank you for listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Alana Darkins Drury joins us now. She's co-founder and executive director of the Shine Awards Foundation. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, uh, the Shine Awards sounds like a very positive effort. Tell me what the Shine Awards are. Yes, so the Shine Awards Foundation is a student empowerment organization that exposes young adults to career, higher education, personal development, and leadership opportunities. Our signature event for the past 14 years is the Shine Awards, and it's a premier award ceremony that celebrates the positive accomplishments of young people anywhere in the world between the ages of 13 and 24. Okay. Uh, How long has this been going on? This year will be our 14th year. We hold it every uh, August, the first Sunday of every August. So, yeah, we're on 14 years. Give me an example of uh, uh, recent uh, winners and and, uh, how they won the awards, what, what they had done. Yes. So, first, we have nine categories. So you can nominate a young person in one of these nine categories or or more, um, arts, academics, community service, entrepreneurship, service and ministry, science, overcoming obstacles, or a youth group. Okay. And so uh, you, if a teacher or a clergy or a parent or a friend, even the student themselves, if they are excelling in one of those areas, we want to know about it. Also, too, if it's a student who, and this is where we came up with the overcoming obstacles, maybe they were on the right track. I mean, the wrong track. Maybe they were on the wrong track and turned their life around. We want to know about that student. So um, those are the categories and those, those are the things that we look for in terms of criteria. Okay. But again, I'm looking to see uh, what some of those examples may be. What had some of those people done? Oh, I see. So for example, for our entrepreneurship uh, award, we had uh, two brothers 
whose grandmother was suffering from extreme arthritis. And they developed this cream that um, alleviated her pain. And so they ended up selling this cream, you know, across the United States. You're right. So that that was an example of entrepreneurship Um, in terms of community service. We had a young lady who made teddy bears Mm -hmm. um, and delivered them to hospitals uh, where children's hospitals um, as a as a form of comfort. So that's an example of community service, Um, you know, in terms of service and ministry. And a lot of times your work in ministry, if you go to church, sometimes you don't really get awarded for that. So we wanted to make an award for someone who is serving in ministry in their church. So whether that's working in the food kitchen, working in youth ministry um, with seniors, service and ministry. So those are some of the examples that we look for. Mm. Um, One other one, youth group participation. So if it's a youth group in your community that's doing great things Mm -hmm. as a group. So you want to nominate that group in your city. That's youth group participation. So we also award groups, organizations. Wow. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm impressed with the fact that there's so many categories. So it doesn't seem like competition. It seems more like recognition. And I think that's important. Yeah. Uh, but that's great that there's so many different uh, uh, spaces that that uh, one can can enter. Okay, now let's say I know uh, a particular person or or a group that uh, might want to be recognized, or I want them to be recognized. What steps do I take? Where do I go? Yes, it's super easy. So all you would have to do is visit our website, which is the Shine Awards. We spell shine with a Y and right on the homepage, there's a big button that says nominate and just click nominate and it will take you under a minute because all we need for this first phase is the person's name, Mm -hmm. um, their age, school, city, state, and the category. Would the person that you're nominating need to know that they're being nominated? A lot of times people don't tell them, Mm -hmm. um, especially if they get accepted um then it's a surprise like you're now you were accepted and you're honoree so a lot of times people don't tell them Mm -hmm. um but it's up to the the person that's nominating wow Uh, um are are schools and public institutions aware of of uh, of this foundation because that's a wonderful a wonderful way to, for, for people to to, to want to be involved. I mean, you know, not that you're just doing it for recognition, but, you know, it's still a, a nice catalyst. Yes. And you know what? And I'm, I love if we're doing it for recognition because just as adults, we look for recognition yes, all the time. Yes, we do. That's very human. <laughs> it's a human trait, sure. Yes, it is. And I feel like um, our youth don't always get that same yeah. – um, so, and that's part of the reason why the Shine Awards was created. Uh, the young adults are not, the media doesn't present a balanced representation of young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it was created because me and my husband want to work to change the narrative of young people. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, if something happens bad in your community, or if there's graffiti, mm-hmm. it, the first thought is, it was probably some kids. Mm-hmm. And that shouldn't be the case. Um, even with statistics, when people say, uh, 
four out of five teens did this or six out of eight teens. Okay, but what did that one teen do that was great? Or what did that, what the other three did? So we're working to change the narrative. And this award show for this evening, they are the stars. They are celebrities. Um, The teenagers have dubbed the Shine Awards the Grammys for teens, which I love mm-hmm. um, because it's really glitzy. It's over the top. Mm-hmm. And we really, really celebrate these kids as being the stars and celebrities that they are in their communities. You know, we, we only learn by example. And if we can see other people doing great things, then we know that it's possible to do. And it kind of uh, yes. gives us the initiative to do it. And I think that's very yes. important. You need role models. We don't have a lot of them these days, uh, but that, that is what we need. Can we, yes. s- can we see this, uh, this award program uh, streaming or otherwise? So right now it is not streaming. Uh-huh. Um, currently people um, from other states are coming in mm-hmm. to celebrate their youth and all youth in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to circle back with what you said about role models and where when we first started the Shine Awards, our goal was to celebrate the young adult. Mm-hmm. That was our goal, provide a plat- public platform to celebrate. What we didn't realize we weren't thinking about the youth in the audience and how that impacted them. So when you said that, that, that made me remember that mm-hmm. our youth that attended watching other youth be applauded yes. started this That's chain it. reaction of, I want to shine award, especially if it was a younger sibling watching their older brother or sister get an yes. award and it was, I won an award like my brother and sister. So we never even thought about the audience impact yeah. <laughs> when we started it. So when you said that, that made me remember that yeah, major, I hope someday soon that uh, someone can at least do the streaming so that uh, they can sit down and, and, and watch it. And well, not, I will not, say know, maybe even after the fact. No, and you know, yeah. and we are working on that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, before, when it started, when it was just local in Pittsburgh, before yeah. it became a national event, my fear was to stream it. Like, if I stream uh-huh. it, they're not going to come. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, now it seems so, like, now it's now it's bigger than you thought. <laughs> right, exactly. So we are. So when you said that, I was like, because we are this year Good. talking about yeah. streaming it. Now that we are um, a national organization, and not everyone could come. Yeah to the event to cheer on their yeah. young person. But I assume it's, is, is it, is it recorded? Is it visually recorded? Oh yes, we, oh. It, it is recorded. Yes. Oh, okay. So we can actually see, I mean, maybe not in real time, but we can still get the effects. Oh yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And we do have um, a YouTube channel, which is the uh, shine awards. Again, go. we spell shine with a Y there you go. and we're on Facebook and Instagram and okay. Twitter. So okay. everywhere. Well, uh, give us uh, that website again, please. Yes. It's the shine awards.org we spell shine with a y and if someone had questions you can uh, fill out a contact form on the website or you can call us at one 55 shine s-h-y-n-e great phone number once more please one 55 shine s-h-y-n-e bless you for giving out a phone number that's rare these days. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> Thank you that. Thank you so much. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe you know I'm showing what? my age, but, uh, you know, I no, appreciate no. that. 
you're you're absolutely correct. And thank okay. you. Thank you so much. And you know, the deadline is Valentine's Day. I want to make ah, that really quickly. Okay. Well, that's fine. Now we have uh, we have a few days to do this and we can all do this now. Okay. Yes. Orlando, it's uh, been a pleasure speaking to you. I thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. Pleasure. Well, that'll do it for me today. Thank you to my guest. You've been wonderful. You really, really have. I'm going to be back again tomorrow with a brand new program, and I think that's going to be pretty fantastic. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but it's going to be fantastic, man. Hey, what are you having for dinner tonight? Really? You're still eating that, huh? Do you know the, the fat content in that thing? Yeah. That's what happens when you eat foods like that. Yeah, you, when you get older, you develop things like uh, cholesterol problems, diabetes, Oh, you pay for everything you do. It's not always monetary. You pay for it in your health. Yeah, you kids enjoy yourselves. You go on, get drunk every night, eat fried foods, make Kentucky Fried Chicken and McDonald's your good buddies. Have a good time. Because someday, I'm going to catch up with you. You think you look good now? Wow. If you're not careful, your skin's going to get all crepey. You're going to get fat. You're going to have that beer belly and it'll never go away ever again. Even if you wear striped clothes vertically, it's not going to help. Even if you decide to wear black, you still got dandruff. Take care of yourself. I'm telling you, kids, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Actually, I don't. I say I do, and it works out for me. Have yourselves a wonderful day. I'll be back again tomorrow, as I said. Until then, I wish you peace.